question that I want to tackle is that, is this a win for Christianity? Is having all of these self-proclaimed Christians on the Joe Rogan Experience podcast a good thing? All that and more now on Cultivating Truth. Welcome back to another episode of Cultivating Truth. My name is Aaron Davis, and we have an exciting episode for you today. We are calling this episode The Rogan Christian Experience. And of course, this is alluding to the popular podcast, the actual most popular podcast that is around, and that is the Joe Rogan Experience. If you don't know much about the Joe Rogan Experience, it is a long-form conversational podcast. Now, Joe Rogan has been hosting his own podcast for years, well over a decade, really as podcasts were just starting to come out and has now accumulated over, let me get my numbers right, nearly 15 million subscribers on Spotify with 190 million monthly downloads. That's a lot of people listening to this one podcast. So he sits down with his guests, and they could be an artist, a creative, philosopher, MMA fighter, author, whoever it might be. And he's sitting down with them, asking them about what do they like? What are their interests? What's their personality traits? What do they think about the world? Uh, what do they like to do on the weekends? Now, Joe Rogan and his podcasts are very popular right now because in a world where we critique everything that we say, he has this long conversation where he really encourages freedom of speech and he welcomes all different walks of life and different thoughts onto his podcast. And recently we've noticed really over the last month or two, there's been a number of stars and great thinkers who have been on his podcast expressing their Christian faith and what they believe and even giving Bible and the gospel in their presentation. Now, Rogan has been critical of Christianity over the past several years and basically announcing it as silly here's a clip things so stupid just stop and think how f stupid that is christianity at the end of the day with no proof everything is mythology everything with no proof with proof then you examine the proof it's super simple if you have some proof that there was a god that this god had one son and he made this son come down and get the beat out of them and nailed to a board so that we could all have no sin. Do you have, can you show me some studies? Now, the reason we bring this up on today's episode is because this is the number one podcast in the world. A lot of people are listening to this. Now, the reason this podcast is so popular is because it's kind of in the same camp as the popularity of personalities like Jordan Peterson and Andrew Tate, where you have these bold, outspoken freedom of speech thinkers who just want to make their thoughts known and have an issue with other people saying that they can or cannot speak. I definitely wouldn't say Joe Rogan is a conservative, probably more libertarian from my understanding, but he's very much for individual rights. Now, I personally know a number of people who listen to the Joe Rogan podcast, along with those others who are really for the freedom of speech. And I, too, am for the freedom of speech and thankful for opportunities like podcasts that we can have to where we can open up about our thoughts and speak truth into the world. Well, Joe Rogan has been featuring a number of other individuals who have came on seemingly very missional about their faith, about their belief, and even desire to proclaim Jesus. Now, the reason that this is noteworthy is because something as popular as podcasts, I mean, I listen to multiple podcasts a day, and millions of people are listening to the Joe Rogan podcast daily. Now, the reason that this is important is because 
I think that there's so much that we can learn from what's going on here. Now, for copyright reasons, we cannot include these clips in our podcast, but you can watch the clips featured in our YouTube channel. And of course, if you would like the links to go even further, I would definitely recommend you listening to Ruslan KD, uh, or you can listen to the Joe Rogan podcast yourself. Be warned and known that it is an explicit channel. So I'm going to break down the clips uh, if you were to visually see them. Uh, one, Joe Rogan has been quoted as saying that Christianity, he can't believe that anyone would believe in Christianity because it's such a silly belief. To even have religion, you would have to be outside of your mind, uh, is his stance on it. And he's been saying this for years. Now, he has not shied away from having guests who believe differently than him. And some of them, I'm not so sure that he knew that they would have been Christians up front, such as Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan comes on here wearing a John 316 shirt with a cross necklace. I mean, you can't get much more missional than that. Uh, Hogan knew exactly what he was wanting to do. And he comes on there and he talks about how him portraying this real American uh, inspired him to actually do good. And essentially, he uses the law of attraction by his association with trying to be a good person into his faith with actually wanting to live it out. And he believed a good person would be following the Bible and following Christ. Next, we see him with Dr. Stephen C. Meyer. Now, in this clip, Dr. Meyer basically breaks down his faith and how he uses science and reasoning for what he believes. And Rogan tries to push back and say that it's a more of a psychological element here. And there's um, that's the reason that he had to accept his faith is that he wants to cope with his trauma that he had growing up. And Dr. Myers gives pushback and says, uh, you know, you could say that that might be a, some form of it, but I have objectively experienced God. And he uses these words that his subjective mind and the way he perceives and expects the world to turn to compare to the objective experience uh, and relationship that he has with Christ. And you can see Rogan's gears are moving and he's intrigued by what is being said here. And all of the millions of people are hearing this story and all of the millions of people viewing or listening to this podcast are hearing the gospel and hearing this man's faith, who is quick to say, logically, you cannot have my faith. I'm not going to try to debate with you or give you uh, what I believe. This is going to have to be for you and what you encounter with God, which I think is remarkable. And I'm wondering how many people just were saved with this man's faithfulness. And of course, recently, we have Oliver Anthony, now, Oliver Anthony is making so many headlines these days, and now he's on the Joe Rogan podcast, and he talks about his conversion story and how he had such anxiety and such stress, but he uh, was really struggling. And in his words, he hit rock bottom between the drugs and the decisions that he made in the past. And so basically, Rogan is very intrigued by this, and then eventually... Anthony goes into the book of Proverbs, reads it to Rogan, and Rogan actually says that this is pretty profound. And they seemingly both agree on the fact that if people could listen to this and abide by this, that the world would be a better place. Now, why is all of this important and why should we even be talking about this? Well, I think that this is huge because I think that we're in this new era and this new movement in Christianity where you're seeing the kind of nominal believers and the cultural Christians begin to fall down. 
uh, the, the families of faith who were really never invested in the first place, the churches who did not build their foundation on scripture, they're going to slowly continue to fall away, especially with the rise of a more progressive society that has been pretty outspokenly against Christian culture. And it seems like we're getting to this place where we're not assuming that everyone's a Christian these days. America has been changing, and I believe that Christianity is not necessarily changing. I think that it's true, but you're going to see this new wave of Christians that are going to come about, and I actually think it could be healthy for us. Here's why. One, this man, Joe Rogan, he runs a podcast. It's successful. He's great. He's not the most famous person in the world, but he gives people a voice, and he invites everyone to the party to give them their voice, and he's very much for the freedom of speech which I think is very, very important because if we lose that, then we lose these opportunities. And he, of course, is not inviting just the evangelists over to him. He's inviting known stars, critical thinkers, scientists, people who have deep thoughts, and people who even disagree with him. And he's wanting to be challenged, and he's wanting to challenge them and their thinking. He finds it fascinating, and I think that that's why the podcast is so interesting because people find other people fascinating as well. And I can't help but think of the actual story of Jesus. And as Jesus is doing his ministry and he's going about with his teaching and that he's not just yelling at everyone, but in Jesus's most practical ministry, we see that he is walking alongside his uh, followers. And even if they're not followers, just the people, he's loving on them and he's having conversations with them. I think that the TV show, The Chosen, does a great illustration of this, is that Jesus is not always a preacher. He's a friend. He's, he has jokes. He laughs. He's entertained. He's a son. He listens to his mother. He respects his family and friends. And when other people talk about their life or their thoughts about this world, Jesus cares for them. And then we see that he also connects it to a deeper meaning, a deeper heavenly truth. But we see that in scripture. In scripture, it's mainly filled with the essential truths that we need to know about Jesus and his teachings. He connects real world issues to a heavenly truth and a spiritual rooted meaning that we can apply to our lives. Jesus taught this way. And Jesus interacted in this way. And I think that it's fascinating because many people have been turned off by Christianity with how they have uh, evangelized. I typically find that there's two camps. There's going to be one, I'm going to be all up in your face and you must believe this or you're going to hell in a handbasket. Or two, well, I don't really want to be like that guy, so I'm just not going to share my faith. Um, I know that I have been subjected to that and I have failed in giving the gospel because I don't want to be that person. Personally, I've had a lot of experience and witnessing uh, a more forced down your throat evangelism. And it's turned me off. It's turned me off to evangelism to where I've, I've gone the other route, which I would not say is the accurate route by any means, but I've gone the other way and saying, well, I don't, I don't want to force them to believe this. So I'm just going to make it organic or I'm going to make it natural. And that's fine. But the gospel still needs to be proclaimed. And that is still the great commission that Jesus commands from us to go out amongst all of the nations to proclaim that Jesus is Lord and baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And the reason I think that this is interesting is because you got these people who get invited to the most popular podcast in the world. And what they do is they're faithful. They want to spread the gospel. They want to talk about these things. 
Rogan on some of them, like Stephen C. Meyer, wants to push them about God. I don't think that he invited Hulk Hogan to talk about God. I think he wanted to talk about wrestling and The Rock and his muscles and maybe his crazy history and family life. But Hulk Hogan is very clear and um, assertive to talk about his faith. He actually makes a point in his podcast that um, Joe Rogan distracts him talking about his biceps. And he's like, hold on, man, you distracted me. Let me get back to this. Hold on, brother. Let me talk about my faith to you. Let me have this. And I think that there's a lot to learn from that. I want to talk about some striking points in which I think that we can learn and we can cultivate truth and seeing how maybe the spirit might be moving in, in the secular world. As Paul says, we are called to be in the world and not of the world. And I think that these examples, whether it's Oliver Anthony, Hulk Hogan, or Stephen C. Meyer, we see that people are being in the world, but not of the world. Now, that doesn't mean that we necessarily agree with everything that they say or they believe, or maybe they're baby Christians. That's perfectly fine. But as Christians, we cannot be so hypercritical. This is when I actually believe that Matthew 7 is a great point of reference, is that we're judging these other Christians. Now, maybe we can disagree with them on stuff, but we have to commend them for being bold in their faith. And I really hope that their faith is true. And it seems like they're doing more than what I even see from the church at times. And so we're going to talk about some striking points that we can pull from these podcasts and from these individuals who are speaking loud about their faith. So first of all, I think that these long-form conversational pieces via podcast or vlogs, interviews, whatever you might have, I think that they're very helpful for Christianity, especially with our right of freedom of speech. Because the second that we close that door, then we're going to have other people who are going to tell us what exactly we should be saying and what we should be believing. And so as long as we can keep that door open, then the conversation is always going to be flowing. And historically, the message, the oral communication of Christianity has worked and it is beautiful. And that's exactly what Jesus gives us is to actually tell people about our faith and to tell them that Jesus has came to die for them and to save them from their sins. You know, we live in the TikTok generation where we are so used to being told what to do within 10 seconds and what to believe with no contextualization, with no evidence. We can just come in hot and fast and strong with a belief. I would get approached by this all the time with my students and say, I heard it on TikTok. TikTok says this, or man, I heard this crazy theory. And I was like, does it have any evidence? No, I just so-and-so said it on TikTok. And who cares what they say? They're not a, you know, they're not an actual scholar or someone who does this for a living. They just had some crazy uh, thought or theory and they're proclaiming it to you. And you're taking that as truth just because it has thousands of not millions of views. That can become very dangerous. And so I think that the Christian faith, being able to sit down, relax, and to talk about our faith and not a quick repent or die uh, message, I think is very helpful. I've been on the other side of the coin where I've seen, I'm even going to go as far to say faithful men want people to know Jesus so much that they are aggressive. And I would say that I don't think that scripture tells us to be that way. I think that we can be clear. I think that we can be blunt. But I think what we see with Jesus is that Jesus did preach but he preached on his grace and he preached on his love. And he also preached about what would happen if not, uh, if you did not accept his love. But he was not going to beat you up. He wanted to first give you compassion. 
And I think that that can happen more in a conversation where we can talk about our experiences, we can talk about our faith. And so in general, I think that being able to partake in conversations like this and Christians being able to have a platform where they can speak, whether you know they're a Christian or not. And when I mean them, I'm talking about people like Joe Rogan or whoever the host might be, but Christians can come onto these platforms and openly have time to discuss their faith. And what I don't mean is that they say, I'm a believer, and then they're instantly overridden as a bigot or a hypocrite or that they're hateful. And they can't even express what it is that they believe. And all of these individuals who got to share their faith, it took them some time to unpack it. And I think that that shouldn't be underestimated, is that our faith is huge. Our faith in Christ, it is the most simple, massive thing that we have in our lives. It is so simple that all you have to do is believe. But make no mistake, a belief that is going to change everything about you. It is going to completely transform you. This is massive. This cannot be done in a quick statement. I'm going to need to unpack this. And I love that these individuals who are being interviewed are really unpacking that. And I think that it, first of all, it shows that we're not as far off as we maybe think that we are. I think many times when we look at media and we look at what's going on in the world, we think that there's no way that we're ever going to get any better. We're no way that Christ can overcome this. First of all, your theology's off because Christ overcame uh, the cross and overcame death. He can definitely overcome a country that might be progressing away from him. But for the Christians, I do think that it gives us hope that there are individuals out there who are still being bold in their faith. And it might be the people that you're not expecting, such as the Hulkster. I think that that's very, very encouraging. And the Christian in your own walk, you should be thinking through how can you have these conversations? How can you too be this light? Because I think that these individuals are representing the light. We might not agree with everything that they believe. Maybe they have some things off. They might not even be a Christian. But my point is that these conversations are so good and we should encourage that these conversations are happening. And if you know of other Christians who are being invited to speak in platforms that are not necessarily the church or with Christian institutions, you should encourage them, that give them that platform, let them be the light wherever they are at and to be faithful. So with that, the question that I want to tackle is that, is this a win for Christianity? Is having these individuals, these self-proclaiming Christians on uh, a secular podcast proclaiming Christianity a win. And I would say 100%, yes. These are not your theologians and your best preacher pastors that are out there, but man, it sounds like they are faithful and it sounds like they are very missional. I mean, Hogan and woke up that morning thinking, what am I going to wear? Of course, I'm going to wear my bandana and my sunglasses, and I'm going to wear a shirt that's going to make my body look great, but I'm going to pick the shirt that says John 3.16. That was done with intentionality and him even going into his face. So you know that it was intentional, that he was so purposeful in talking about what he believes and that Rogan needed to hear about it and the millions of viewers needed to hear about it. You know, we get so caught up into talking about an individual's life and how it might not have been the greatest example of how to follow Jesus. And Hulk actually admits that. Oliver Anthony admits that he has made terrible decisions. But it almost seems like these individuals mirror the Bible. You got people like Moses, who's leading tons of individuals. He was a murderer. You have people like David, who was an adulterer, lead a whole nation. Noah was known as being one of the only faithful men around, yet he was a drunk. 
This is a reminder that God works in the weak and in the sinful, that you as a sinner have hope and are not too far gone and our faith is not too far gone. So hold fast to that. Now let's talk about the issue that it, this is not a Christian podcast. So for the Christians, should they be listening to stuff like this? You know, this is tricky because it depends on where your convictions are. And I think that you need to first go there and you need to first line it up with scripture. Um, you know, podcasts like this can be very explicit and, you know, they use language that, you know, might be very unhelpful or uh, damaging to our souls. So you have to see where your convictions are and how you can go about that. I would not, I definitely wouldn't like just throw this anyone's way and say, oh, this is the ideal example of Christianity. No, this is church in the wild, essentially, is what we're hearing this. And that's not a bad thing because this is where true evangelism happens in the wild with the lost and the lost are hearing the gospel. So I don't believe that Christians should be so hypercritical to where they are against Christians who are using um, whatever notoriety that the Lord has blessed them with, their gifts, and to go onto a stage like this to proclaim their faith. I mean, honestly, this is amazing that millions of people, whether they like it or not, are hearing the gospel. They're hearing the gospel message about Jesus. And I'm be real with you. There are days where I do not share the gospel. Maybe there's weeks that I go without sharing the gospel. And I don't know these people's life. I don't know what they're doing on an everyday basis, but they had the opportunity to proclaim truth. They could have talked about anything else. And they do. They get to talk about a lot on this podcast, but they wanted to make sure that they talk about scripture and they talk about their God. These, these guys are being bold. They're being unashamed. They're not going to care what anyone has to say. And Rogan comes in hot at times. I mean, he spitfires and gives them uh, a lot of pushback in their own faith. And you see that they have solid answers. And so I think that as a believer, we can learn from this and that we too should not be unashamed of the gospel. And that this is a great way to proclaim God's truth, to sit down, to have a conversation, to get to know the individual but also to always be sure to make a point to actually talk about your faith and to actually talk about what Jesus has done for you and what exactly he has done for them. I think that we are seeing solid examples of how we are to live in the world, but not of the world. Um, this is how we should have these conversations. This is how we should have intellectual conversations, respectful and mutually, right? Like we don't want to just throw down our belief system. We want to actually listen. Jesus listened to uh, his followers. Jesus listened to the people that he was talking to. He would ask them questions. And then, he, of course, he would always respond with a, a heavenly truth. But I think that we forget that we are to have conversations. We are to sit down with them. We're to recline with them just as Jesus did, listen to them, but also be sure to be bold and proud of our faith as well. I mean, this is how it's done, folks. This is how you live the unashamed life. You get on a podcast, you can talk about anything. You got a hundred and so many million who are listening every month and they're going to be listening to your words and you use your platform to proclaim Jesus. I'd like to challenge the Christians who are listening to this podcast and what is your platform? Where do you get to speak? Where do you have a voice? Who do you get to interact with? And are you using that platform to share Christ's love with them. Uh, we are called to do it. And we are called to live the unashamed life. And we cannot let people's thoughts or critiques or maybe just the fact because it's uncomfortable uh, get in the way 
of what our God has told us to do. And don't we love Jesus so much that we would want to tell people about him? Don't we want to see people come to Jesus? How inconvenient is our comfort in this situation where we think, oh, well, it would just be better to continue my relationship with them and they can see how I act. Now, if you love something so much, you're going to want to tell everyone about it. And you're going to want to make sure that that is known. Christ has called us to live a passionate life for him, to enjoy him forever. And a part of enjoying something is to make sure other people can enjoy it too. That's what love is. Love is putting your own wants and needs aside for the betterment of others. How much do you have to hate a person to not share the gospel? If you love them and you love your God, you would naturally want to talk about them and you would naturally want to present this in a hopeful and an aspiring way. Not just because you want to beat them up, because you genuinely want what's best for them. And I think that this is going to be a part of the new wave and new age of Christianity. As we're just being a natural human being at Starbucks, sitting across somebody, or getting dinner or lunch with an individual, talking uh, with a coworker, uh, I think that we can learn from these guys and how smooth and assertive they were. And we too can insert that uh, within our faith as well. So what should Christians think about this? Well, I think that we have hope that other people are getting out there having these refreshing, authentic conversations that I think can be very helpful for the Christian faith. Millions of individuals are hearing the gospel. and They're hearing about what the Bible has to say. And ultimately, I think that we are seeing examples of how to be in the world and not of the world. So I think that there's a lot that we can pull from material like this, and uh, we should be inspired to continue to get out there to go and use whatever platform you have to proclaim truth. If you'd like to go a little bit deeper in this topic, I would highly encourage you to listen to Ruslan KD. He's been keeping up with uh, the Joe Rogan podcast and different individuals who have been appearing on there and sharing their faith. Or if you want to go even deeper, you can listen to the podcast yourself and find the episodes where uh, these individuals are speaking. Disclaimer, you might not agree with everything that you hear, but this is where it goes into being able to eat the fish digest the meat, and spit out the bones. And that's what I would encourage any Christian to be able to do. So whether it's your artwork, it's your platform, at work, whatever it might be, get out there, use that stage to proclaim truth. Thank you for watching this episode of Cultivating Truth. Be sure to like, follow, subscribe, comment, all that jazz. Share it with a friend. Let people know what's going on if you found this interesting or helpful. We're gonna continue to try to pump out more resources and grow within Aletheia Legacy. So be in prayer for that. And if you like what we're doing, please do all of the above. Thank you. Have a blessed week.